The preceding message is brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Stay tuned after this message for more information about Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. Glory be to God. I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. You know, concerning um, schools reopening, churches reopening, there was some news going on last night that Lagos State is even planning to lift all the restrictions against churches. We, we are hoping to confirm that. <clears throat> and even with schools reopening, you're talking to some schools, oh, they are running strictly an online program. Some schools are running hybrid of online and on-site. And I'm wondering what public schools and all these things um, are going to be doing for some of their students. So it may be a very, very difficult and confusing time for families and for individuals, whether it's spiritually or even with everyday life. But you can rest assured, hallelujah, that God is still a good God. Oh, hallelujah. God is still a faithful God. God is still a dependable God. And wherever you find yourself, it looks as if everything is going topsy-turvy. You don't know what next to do. Just rest in God. Everything else might have changed. God has not changed. Can I hear a loud amen? amen? And if our God be for us, who can stand against us? Praise God. And it's also important to understand that in the midst of all this, God's plan is still for you to succeed and to prosper. Hallelujah. Third John 2. Many of us are familiar with that text. My prayer or my will or my wish is for you to prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. And that's what we are looking into in our teachings all through this month on Sunday. We theme the teaching success protocols. And like I um, likened it last week, just like um, the government and the medical experts have given us protocols, people that have studied pandemics and outbreak of public diseases like this, they've come up with certain protocols that if you do this, do this, do this, and do this, you can limit the way this virus is spreading and affecting people up until when we have a vaccine that can handle it. And it has proven itself somewhat to be successful. The nations that adhere to that, I mean, they've been able to control the spread of the virus and the people that have died in their countries. I mean, I was checking the facts again. Um, one of the countries that I mentioned last time, um, sorry, Taiwan, that is very close. I mean, I think they have less than 100 or 200 people that have died. And it's a country with tens of millions of people right next door to China because they have gone through this kind of thing before. For people in the West and in Africa, this is probably the first time in 100 years that we are seeing this kind of thing. Airborne viruses and outbreaks are common things in Asia. The same way, sometimes there are a lot of amazing parallels between spiritual realities and natural occurrences. The same way, there are things you can do, spiritually speaking now, that will guarantee success in any endeavor in life. Praise God. And we established one of them last week. I want to pick it up from there this morning. We said your first protocol to observe is to know God and keep growing in your knowledge of God, your knowledge of the things of God, and walk in the light of that knowledge. That is true prosperity. It's not based on what you have or what you don't have. Job 22, verse 21, 
put it up in the New King James first, and then I want us to read a few verses here in the Amplified. Now acquaint yourself with him. Talking about God. Acquaint yourself, know him, and be at peace. Thereby good will come to you. Glory be to God. Please put it up in the Amplified for me. Is the screen working? If you can put it up, I want to, I want to run several verses down. Just, just put up that Amplified. Amplified. This Job 22, 21. Watch the words in the Amplified because it goes to the heart of what we talked about a lot last week. Now yield and submit yourself to him. Everybody has the opportunity to know God. But everybody doesn't yield and submit to, to the knowledge of God. Everybody has it. Yield and submit yourself to him. Agree with God. This is what we mean by knowing God and walking in the light of the knowledge you have. Agree with him and be conformed to his will and be at peace. Watch this. In this way you will prosper. In this way you will prosper. And great good will come to you. Lift your hands this morning. I declare in this final four months of this year and going forward from now, you will prosper and great good will come to you in Jesus' name. Go, go down, next verse, next few verses. There's something powerful he said that we established last week. I want you to see it. Receive please instructions from his mouth and lay up his words in your heart. Next verse, very quickly. If you return to the Almighty, you will be built up you will remove iniquity far from your tents. Go on very quickly. Then, watch this. This is what we are saying. Understanding what it means to succeed and to prosper. Watch what he said here. You will lay up gold in the dust and gold of offer among the stones of the brooks. Next verse. Yes, the Almighty will be your gold and your precious silver. For then you will have the light in the Almighty and lift up your face to God. He's saying you will not be focusing on gold and silver, wealth. It is very easy in this day and age we live in. Particularly this generation has been like that forever. But particularly in our generation, to define success, let me use the example of what one of the things that trended on social media last week. Define success as the ability to buy your daughter's Ferrari. Uh, buy your daughter's Ferrari. And the people that don't buy their daughter's Ferrari can't buy their daughter's Ferrari. Don't even know what fair is, talkless of Rari. They are now under pressure because of a lack of knowledge to think that is what success is. But that's not what success is. Nothing wrong with buying your daughter Ferrari. May you be able to buy your daughter Ferrari in Jesus' name. But that's not, he's telling you, lay up that ability, the goal to buy Ferrari for your daughter. Like dust. In other words, that's not what is important to you. You replace it with God. And all the other things we mentioned, fame, posterity, all these things that, not, if you're not careful, you will think those are the real measures of success. And they are not. They have a part to play, but they are not the cocoa of the matter. Oh, you should read the entire chapter if you're not familiar with it. Because of time, I need to move on. But I saw this quote last night, and it just summarized everything I talked about last week to us. So let me quote it to you this morning before I move on to the second thing. <clears throat> the second protocol I would like to give you this morning in this teaching. Listen to how someone defines success and prosperity. It is not what you have. It is who you have. 
Oh, amazing. If you can understand the richness and the riches in that truth, it's not a matter of what I have. I have money to buy a Ferrari. That's not what true prosperity is. It's a matter of who I have. And then the person I went on to say, true prosperity is the presence of God. And that's what we're talking about, knowing God. Like Joseph, you have such a knowledge of God and his will, his word, his will, and his ways, that wherever you are, you can command that presence of God. Whether you're a slave in Potiphar's house or whether you're a prison in Pharaoh's court. If you have God, and how many of you know that if you're a child of God, you have God? What you just need to work on is your knowledge of him, that even if they've taken everything from you, you know him. You are a prosperous person. And I'm telling you, if you continue on that path, one day you'll be able to buy your daughter's Ferrari. And if you never ever get to buy your daughter's Ferrari on this side of eternity, you will have what it takes in eternity to be able to buy your, if you own all the Ferraris. Oh, hallelujah. So these pressures come to us and we have now mistaken what it really means to succeed or to prosper if we are not careful. Let me give you the second thing here because of the limited time I have with us this morning. What's the second protocol I would love you to know and to practice in your life? It's for you to get empowered. Let me hear somebody shout, get empowered. Those of you watching us from home, shout it in your living room or wherever you are. Get empowered. And I'm talking about you living and walking in the blessing of God. The earlier, and this, uh, uh, the earlier you understand this fact I'm about to say here, the better for you. Success or prosperity, it is power-driven. It's a power phenomenon. It is power-driven. You must have the power to sustain the prosperity or the success you want to attain. It's power-driven. Even naturally, let's leave out the spiritual dimensions of what we are talking about here. Naturally speaking, it takes power to have any kind of success. So look at all the wealthy people or wealthy nations. In our day and age, the wealth of the world is controlled by nations now. It has been like that for a long time. It's the people that have the biggest power or the strongest power that control the greatest riches. Back in the day, historically, it, it had to do with military might. So if I can conquer your territory and kill all your people, I will take over your land and your possessions, and that's how I get, I get wealthy. Even Bible days, we read about Abraham having an army of servants in his house. And when five or six other kings came and kidnapped Lot and took over the territory where Lot was living, Abraham rose up with his army, conquered those nations, took all their wealth. That's how it was back in the day, for a long, long time. Until maybe about a hundred years ago, after we had fought World War I, World War II, and God knows how many wars before then. And God knows how many billions of people had been killed. We are now living in a time, many of us don't know how things used to be. You should study history. Where we have United Nations, where nations now come together and, okay, let's have peace. Let's stop killing each other. Particularly after the last world war, when Adolf Hitler wanted to conquer the world and was killing people in their millions just to take over their land and their property and amass wealth. Power. Power. It was just power. 
until the, the West and the world rose up and conquered him. Power. They had to use power to conquer him. Conquer him. So these days, you just don't get up and go and conquer somebody else's territory, except you are Putin or somebody like that. Now, it's not common. Now, the power is intellectual. The 21st century is a knowledge age. And the wealthiest, as it were, nations or people are people that have knowledge. They make microphone every other person buys. Their power is their knowledge. Have you heard this statement, knowledge is power? They make phone, everybody buys. Before you know it, their company is now worth $2, two trillion. They make car, everybody buys. It's knowledge-driven power. Because we are no longer fighting wars. So even naturally speaking, if you have, quote and unquote, those blessings, whether it's knowledge or education, you now have something that can power as it were, your success. Now, keep in mind, we are saying even all these things are really not true success. But there are things that we can all understand when we are talking naturally speaking. Are you still with me this morning? But that's how God designed it. Praise God. So when God made man in the beginning, look at it with me, Genesis 1 verse 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image According to our likeness, let them have dominion. God made man, gave him a purpose and a goal, gave him an assignment. And God wanted man to succeed, to have dominion over the entire earth. Verse 28 now says, then, so that he can succeed and fulfill what God created him to do, God now blessed him. Or God blessed them. The word blessing means to empower That's what we are talking about. Empower. You can only succeed to the degree of your empowerment. God empowered him. The blessing is the empowerment of God to prosper, to excel, and to succeed. Can I hear somebody shout right where they are? I prosper, I excel, and I succeed by the blessing. You cannot keep a blessed person down. You cannot stop a blessed person. A blessed man or a blessed woman. COVID virus can come. Government can shut down anything. If he is empowered, particularly if he, you see, knowledge-based power can be shut down. Particularly when there's a devil involved. But God blessed power, the blessing, hallelujah, no matter where the, um, the, the challenge is coming from, it can always overcome it. So if your goal is to have dominion, to succeed, to excel, understand this protocol of getting empowered. Getting empowered. So God blessed Adam and Eve in the garden. They missed their work with God because of a lack of knowledge of God. Then God had to look for somebody else. I mean, the book of Genesis, you see all this through Genesis. The next major person that God used to try to achieve his plan on the earth was the man Noah. There were other men in between. But the next major catalyst was Noah. Genesis 9-1. Look at what the Bible told us about Noah. So God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, be fruitful, multiply. Essentially the same thing 
he told Adam in the garden. In other words, God empowered Noah to succeed. Get empowered. Get empowered. I don't know what you are trying to achieve. I want to succeed in my marriage. Get empowered to succeed in your marriage. I want to succeed financially. Get empowered to succeed financially. I want to, get, I want to succeed in my career. Get empowered to succeed in your career. I want to succeed in ministry. Get empowered to succeed in ministry. You can't do it without that. The first thing God did for, read that book of Genesis. Every major man God used, bless them. The first thing, bless Adam, bless Noah. You know Noah's story. He lost it again after a while. Genesis 12, God found Abraham. And God blessed Abraham again. And that dynasty has continued till forever. Abraham passed it on to Isaac. Isaac passed it on to, to um, Jacob. Jacob passed it on to Joseph. So when we read about Joseph last week, that he wa- God was with him in, in Potiphar's house, in the prison, in, in Pharaoh's palace, what were they telling us? He was walking in the blessing. The blessing God spoke on his father, Abraham. And they kept passing that blessing generation unto generation till it got to Jesus. The son of David. And Jesus now made it available for the entire human family. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. It's that empowerment that God gave Adam in the garden. That some people, the the, the man that walked in it the way God wanted it to be walked in was Genesis 12. I've said this to us over and over again. When you read the Bible, you see that the Bible is about Abraham and his sons. See, it's just, it's about Abraham and his sons. God wanted it to be about Adam and his sons. Adam couldn't carry it all the way. God could have made it about Noah and his sons. Noah couldn't deliver. But bless God, God found Abraham in Genesis 12. And Abraham fulfilled what God needed. Oh, hallelujah. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And the cause is empowerment to fail, enablement to fail, obstacles and issues that if you don't overcome, they will end in failure at the end of the day. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. He has redeemed us from the cause of law, having become a cause for us. For it is written, cause this everyone that hangs on the three, that the blessing of Genesis 12 placed upon Abraham might come upon the Gentiles through Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And that's what God found in Abraham, that made him able to carry and walk in that blessing. That's a subject for another day, and we talked about that quite some last month, faith. What I want to focus on in this morning, that you must do all you know to do, all you have been taught to do, all you are motivated to do, day in, day out, week in, week out, month in, year, month out, year in, year out, to be empowered. As a success protocol, if your plan is to succeed, because without that empowerment from God, success may elude you. That will not be your portion in Jesus' name. Can you imagine that? The blessing on the every brown. That every man that is on top on the face of the earth, if they come into Christ, can have access to it. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. So God's intention is for man to function 
and to succeed by the blessing. Function and succeed by the blessing. So it's imperative for me this week to live and walk in the blessing. Hallelujah. If I don't want the cause that brings failure to find expression in my life. You prosper or succeed to the degree of the power that is at work in you. And I ask everybody under the sound of my voice this morning, on site or online, to what degree is the power of God, the blessing of God, the enablement and empowerment of God at work in you? Do you know this is where the you part of success comes in? You have something to do with that, that you may make your way prosperous and have good success. Remember that from last week? You, you have something to do in that. We all quote Ephesians 3.20. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above according to the power at work in us. Look at this text, Deuteronomy 8.18. As I begin to wrap up this morning. Oh, hallelujah. You shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he that gives you power to get wealth. Now, again... The Bible uses some of these measures, wealth, fame, um, fruitfulness, as ways we can look at prosperity, but as we've been teaching, they are not the key thing. See, it's telling us to remember the Lord our God so that the power to get wealth, power to get married, power to have children, power to excel in the work of your hands can come upon you. Oh, hallelujah. Praise God. So I want to remind and encourage everybody this morning as we talk about succeeding in life. Always activate the blessing upon your life. Make it a protocol for living. I won't have the time to teach extensively on that, but I'll remind you of things we constantly teach and practice in this church. Five simple things you can do to always be empowered. Anybody interested? See, some of you don't appear to be interested. Now we ask again, anybody interested? Be empowered. Know God. Don't ignore God in your day-to-day hustle. And again, I'm borrowing that word. I'm not particularly a fan of it. But I think it applies for the purpose of this teaching. (laughs) In your day-to-day hustle. Don't leave God out. The, The Bible says anybody that does that is a fool. And fools will always end up in failure. That will not be our portion in Jesus' name. And understand that the power of God must be at work in me. Five simple things. Number one, renew your mind with the word of God. And again, I'm just going to mention this because of time. Renew your mind with the word. Constantly be renewing your mind. That has a lot to do with knowing God. Your prayer life has a lot to do with how empowered you are. Your prayer life. Build a strong prayer life. That's what the platforms like Deep Waters and Pursuit are for, to help you build your prayer life. Build a solid prayer life. The Bible says when we pray in the Spirit, we, we energize ourselves, we stir ourselves up. Be generous, giving. Oh, hallelujah. When we give, we activate the blessing and the power of God at work in us. Stewardship. Ah, learn to serve people. As a matter of life, 
as a sub-protocol to the protocol of I need to be empowered. God puts power to serve. Jesus said this kingdom is a kingdom of people that will humble themselves and serve. Ah, Jesus is the pattern son. And because he came to humble himself and serve, God empowered him. The Bible said he had the spirit without measure. No dimension of God's power was withheld from him. Because he was ready to serve even to the death. That's the worship will cause you to be empowered. And the last one that ties everything up, obedience. Adam and Eve lost the blessing because of disobedience. Maybe they did not know the will of God. In fact, not maybe. The Bible told us Eve wasn't well established in the will of God. She had an idea, but she didn't know. Or maybe they knew, but they just chose not to do it. Adam knew, but he chose not to do it. He lost that empowerment and became subservient to the devil because of disobedience. Christ came. And the Bible told us because he obeyed even to the death, he gained it back for all humanity. So the Bible teaches us to walk in the obedience of Christ. And when our own obedience is complete, we'll be able to punish all disobedience. This is how we are defined. Rise on your feet as we close this morning. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Describing our redemption in Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has blessed us with every spiritual empowerment in heavenly places in Christ. I close this exhortation to you this morning. Look at me, everybody. If you are a child of God and you are in Christ, those of you at home, put your eyes on the screen, look at me. If you are in Christ, like God did for Adam, he messed up and he lost it. Like God did for Noah, along the journey, he messed up and lost it. But ultimately, he found a good example in Abraham and ultimately Jesus. You have every spiritual empowerment available to you today. As you step into this new week in September, you have it available. Get empowered with it. Put it on like you are putting on the clothes on your body this week. That's your protocol for success. Who is a successful person? Not the person that bought Ferrari for his daughters last week. Oh, nothing wrong with that. I'm using that because that's the trending social media example. Not the person that has billions in his bank account. No, not necessarily. He may have stolen to get those money. Who is the successful person today? The person, look at me. Those of you at home, look at me. The person, the person that consciously lives in the blessing of God. Lives and walks in it. That's a successful man. That's a successful man. Look, not only does he, can he buy Ferrari for his daughters, he owns Ferrari. Have you read in your Bible that all things are yours? He owns it. He may not have it in his bank account, too. But I'm telling you, by this time tomorrow, he will show you the son of who he is. A successful person consciously lives and walks in the blessing. Lift your hands with me this morning. And the best way you know how to, just start staring up yourself in the power of God this morning. 
Think about what I've shared with you. Renew your mind with the word of God. Pray, 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 pray and worship. Just for a few minutes we have this morning, pray and worship. Make up your mind as God enables you. You are going to be a generous giver. Ah, God loves a cheerful giver. And he makes all grace abound towards him. Another definition of grace, number one, is primarily favor. But what that favor goes that it empowers, carries, enablement. <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Somebody make up your mind that you're going to serve God on another level. You're already serving, you'll continue serving. Why? Because I want to be empowered for success. And I will obey God. Talk to him, talk to him, talk to him. I want you to pray out loud if you can. Building up yourself upon your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. He that speaks unto God energizes himself in the Spirit according to the power that is at work in you. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Everywhere Nigeria. We are located at Kingsword Auditorium, Etel Avenue, behind NNPC Filling Station, First Bank Bus Stop, off Kudarat Abiola Way, Argun, Lagos. Email kmiafrica at kingsword.org. Telephone 234-810-00-00640.